When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great week. Here we are going into the second week of November, and it's just hard to believe that Thanksgiving is just around the corner. For all of you that are still uh, planning or thinking about planning for 2022, we highly encourage you to do that for your businesses and also for your personal success. You could always reach out to us for any help. We'd be glad to help you and point you in the right direction and get you straight for your, your goal planning for 2022. Feel free to reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com. And we'd be more than happy to set up a time to uh, work that with you. Again, if you're new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers channel. But you could also check us out on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017, where we've had many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom and how they got to where they are in their business and personal lives. And they're here to share their insights to help you do the same and whatever that means to you. Check us out at Sustainable Success 2017. Follow us there as well as here on the Voice American Influencers channel and also on Apple Podcast. Either way, whatever works for you, we want to make sure that we're providing content that adds value. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. They're a social media community platform dedicated to bringing together people from their alma mater. Again, these can be people that you haven't seen or you're looking to reconnect, or perhaps you want to meet new people that you've never met before, different generation types, but ways that you can connect with new people that can maybe perhaps land your next job opportunity or next business venture. This is also a, an affinity program, so feel free to check them out and all the different services that they provide for their members. This is a platform that takes all the noise out of social media with no notifications, just genuine, authentic connections that can lead to certain results and things that are important to you in your personal life and in your business. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. We have a wonderful show today, and we're going to be talking about the title, You're Not Dead Yet. And this is someone, when it, taught, when it comes to resilience, this is a story you want to hear. And I personally love her story, and she's going to be sharing this with you today. And our guest today is going to be Michelle Moras. And again, she's an award-winning international speaker, coach, leadership trainer, multiple best-selling author, and multi-platform media host. She is an internationally acclaimed author of Eat, Drink, and Be Merry, A Glimpse into a Life Well-Lived, and It's Not Luck Overcoming You, co-author of the best-selling book series, 13 Steps to Riches, Desire, and Faith, Lead author of Hold My Crown, Women of Grit Share Stories Resilience. Michelle is the co-host of the Denim and Pearls podcast and host of Mental Shift on the new channel TNC in the Philippines. She guides individuals and groups through the professional speaker process of core message development, signature talk craft through the framework of their multifaceted talks, stage presence, and delivery. And without further ado, we welcome Michelle to the show. Michelle, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. Oh, we are so glad to have you. And I love your background. Your vibe attracts your tribe. And it's so, so true. And that's what brought you and I together. Our, it was our tribe 
And it was not only that, but your vibe was was vibrating at a higher level that said, I got to get to know Michelle. And I, you know, and here you are on the show. We are so happy to have you. And, you know, people are probably, you know, looking at the title and, you know, they've been looking at it all week and they're saying, you're not dead yet. What does that mean? But yet there, there's, there's a very positive thing to this. And you're going to hopefully share that with the audience today. So I wanted to kind of shed some insight so people can satisfy their curiosity what that is. You're not dead yet. I actually, it came out of my TED talk. So a bit of my story is I was in a car accident and I lost the ability to speak and walk for about two years. And when I came out of my, I guess you can call it a comatose state of my life. Um, I was in my living room where I was placed because I could not walk there. And I was screaming at God and the universe. If you hate me so much, then kill me already. I was saying this in my head and I heard, you're not dead yet. Get up. And that's where it comes from. Because mm-hmm. what I started doing after I started moving and talking again was that I had to relearn how to do many, many things that I took advantage of before, right? I, picking up a spoon and saying, I want a glass of water. And what I, what I realized with that, you're not dead yet, get up, is that I'm not dead yet. And neither are you, and neither are you, and neither are you. None of us are dead yet. We're here, right? So why aren't we living to the greatest potential that we possibly can? And that's how I live every day. So my, my, my theme is, you know, I stop apologizing for what you aren't. Embrace who you are today. And if there's yes. something you want to fix, then fix it. But be the best version of you every day and be unapologetic about it. And that's my motto. That's how I live. Oh, I love it. I love the fact that, again, from what you've said, I mean, you, you know, you had this situation, you were in this accident. And yet at that point, you could only control what you can control. You know, you couldn't control certain things. But if you had gotten caught up in that, perhaps, you know, you wouldn't have been where you are today. You, you focused on what, you know, what you could control. And that was still your communication, your behavior, your attitude, your emotions, and whatever action you could take within your control. And you maximized that to come to a full recovery you know, when it, so when it came to resilience, I mean, you just, you mastered it. You are the master of resilience. <laughs> well, I, about I got, the importance help. Of I got yeah, help go from, Byron, from Byron Katie. Mm. Byron Katie has a quote that says, there's three types of business in this world. There's my business, your business, and God in the universe's business. If you're having problems and you're, you're hesitating and having struggles, it's because you're in someone else's business. Get out of it. And that's where I started doing, okay, I can control my thoughts. I can control what I'm saying to myself. You say it, you talk about that a lot too, that inner critic talk. And that's really the power of you knowing you and knowing what's in and out of your control and accepting, okay, well, I can control this. Let me do that. And once you do that, and Chris, you're fully aware of this, once you take control of yourself, other things don't bother you anymore. I mean, yes. you're like, oh yeah, no, not a big deal. I'm still breathing. Let's just keep moving. Yeah, you you know what it is. It's it's it, when you say that. I look back, you know, in the first thirty years of my life, and and I try all the control that I couldn't control that I tried to control, only to be defeated every time. And and learning how to let go of the control I couldn't control was so freeing. And and just knowing that, hey, what can I can what can I control today? I can always control my communication, my behavior, my attitude, my emotions, my course of action. As long as I can show up and do that. That was, and again, a blessing and, and it just changed everything. So talk about, you know, that process a little bit about 
you know, everything you've, what you've been through and talk about how this can not only help you in those circumstances, but how can this can be part of just anything you're going through in life, whether it doesn't have to be something traumatic or life-changing. No, and it's daily life is really what it is. Because right after I started walking and talking and started traveling the world speaking, because that was not in my plan earlier, when I started speaking across the globe, I found out I had breast cancer. And so instantly I had to use that same methodology, methodology of my brain of, that's out of my control. I could sit there and, and, and cry about it. I can think I'm dying and, and stop living or I can say, okay, well, I'm still breathing. I can keep moving until I can't. And so it helped me move through that. Now, de- every day is that thing because I'm still in the cancer journey. So every day when I wake up and something starts hurting, I can do, oh man, I can just really dwell on that pain. And I, I don't think I'm going to move today. Well, if I do that, then I don't proceed, right? So what I do is I do, okay, this is something small. Yes, I have a headache. I'll drink some more water. Let's just keep going. And if it gets to the point where I, it's beyond drinking more water or taking a long walk, okay, I'm going to take a day of rest today. I'm canceling all my appointments and I'm going, to, I'm going to rest. It's in my control to help myself so I can be better for the next day, right? Yeah. No, no one is guaranteed that one day where you have to do it all. I can't cancel anything. Well, yeah, you can. When I had my brain injury, a lot of things got canceled very quickly and I was gone for two years. Guess what? The whole world kept going without me. Yeah. So when you get sick, if anything happens or you have anything going in your world and you think the world cannot go on without you, you're fooling yourself. It can. So take time, take care of your mindset, recoup, and then come back more powerful. Yeah, love it. That's a golden nugget, everybody. I mean, Michelle, what you just mentioned, like, again, and I see this with so many people, like they feel, oh, I have so many obligations. I got to do this, this, and this. And they're burned out. They're, they're physically stressed. They're mentally stressed, emotionally stressed. You can't give what you don't have. And if you think you're giving a value going through the motions, think, I mean, think again. I mean, people may not know that consciously, but they pick up on it. You're not really adding value when you got nothing to give you know, anyway. So if you don't give that yourself that time to recharge and give that time to heal, whatever that may be in your life, then you're not really serving someone like you think you are. Would that be safe to say from what you shared? Oh, big time. That's my motto. You must (laughs) fill your cup. You must fill your pitcher before you start filling everyone else's cup. And the best way to serve is to serve yourself first. And I know we all are raised with giving and it's selfish to think of yourself first, but in the long scheme of life, you must take care of you first or you won't give to anyone else. You only give a little portion. And if you really want to give, you want to give fully, right? With your full heart, not with, I gave that today and gosh, I wish I didn't. No, no regrets, so fill your cup, fill your pitcher, and then give out. That's the best way to go. Yeah. It's like, you know, again, you're, you're, you're not, you're not you're, like, it's like the old biblical, you know, that when they say, hey, you're not, you're not catching fish to feed uh, a family. You're teaching them how to fish to catch for their, you know, for themselves, for their family. So being that example, being that resource. And, you know, when people are observing what you, what you went through, and you're, through your resiliency and how, where you were and how you nurtured yourself and got yourself back to a place where now you could give that value, you were more resourceful. You were more valuable to someone to say, 
I can do this for myself because I've observed this in Michelle. She's guiding me. She's sharing this, this journey, sharing this process. Now I get to decide what I do with it and how this can improve my situation. So well, I think as, as coaches, you know, so many coaches are like, do as I say, not as I do. Right? <laughs> no, I do as I say, as I do, as you do. And it's really the best way form of being a coach, mentor, uh, a leader of any sort. Do as you say. Don't just preach it. Be it. Be and, it. Oh, yeah. And I, I tell people that all the time. If you're a speaker, you know, because I coach speakers. If you're a speaker, be that same brilliant human. You're on stage, off stage. You are not two separate people. Be the person you say you are on stage and off. And if you're expecting it from other people, then you better be doing it yourself. I love what you just said. I We always talk about here at Sustainable Success about mindset that if you can think in a different way, free from limited beliefs, you can then be different to become, to do and have different and better results. And you said be, because when you can be that, then you become it. And now when you're up there speaking, like you said, you are now speaking from that, that beingness that really connects with the audience. That's where people are going to get the most value from your message and the energy they're picking up on. They relate to that. Would that be safe to say? It's very safe to say. <laughs> what's, what's so beautiful about this is um, part of being and owning who you are and understanding yourself and not trying to control the world. If you look back at my TEDx, my TEDx, I'm over 380 pounds. Wow. I would yeah. I, I would have never, I could never see that because I didn't know you then and I could just never see that. But it's, you, it's mind. It's your yes. mindset. When you think you can't, you can't. If yes. you think you can, you can. Yeah. If you're unsure, you better decide which way because then you're just going to sit there, right? <laughs> well, like you said, you mean you, you've, you, you mean everything that you've been through, you, you've exemplified that, you know, that there's, there's possibility. There's always possibilities. There, no matter what cards we've been dealt, what has happened, it's still our responsibility to take what, with what has happened and do work with what we can within our control. And you have obviously been a ex- prime example of that in so many profound ways in how you've helped people in so many different fronts, personally and, and in business, speakers, you name it. Uh, so we got a few minutes till um, the first break. So I wanted to you know, see what are some other things you can share when somebody that's listening right now that says, I'm going through a difficult time. It, they may, it may not be something traumatic, but just something they feel stuck and they're just not sure where to go from here. What would you suggest for them? Do it afraid. That's my biggest advice. Do it afraid. If it's something you want and you're afraid of it, do it because you're afraid because you don't want to fail. You have to think, I had to learn how to walk and talk again. I had to go on stages with a 30-second memory. I seriously could not be, remember past 30 seconds. I went on stages in front of hundreds and thousands of people. I did it afraid, not knowing if I would remember what I wanted to say when I got on stage. I'd get up there and in my mind would go blank. So I would just start speaking from my heart and people would do, oh my gosh, I connected so well. And it's exploded my life. I'm an international speaker because I went on stage with a brain injury. Whatever you do, whatever you want is on the other side of fear. Step uh, toward it. It is. It's so true. 
I always say that, you know, if it doesn't threaten your life, it's if somebody were hanging you off the side of a cliff by your ankles. Okay. I would say that, you know, that's going to be a little fearful, but, but, but if it doesn't kill you and it doesn't threaten you physically, then, you know, then you go through that fear, you embrace that challenge and so on. We got about 40 seconds till the break. Anything you would like to summarize or anything that you wanted to add to everything you shared with these with this critical insight that you talked about here in the first segment? Be the best version of you every day. Whatever you're afraid of, whatever you're going through, it is passing. It doesn't matter how terrible it is. It is terrible, but there is an end. You're not locked into whatever's happening. It's up to you to take a, cho- a chance and choose which way you want to go. Mm. Always a choice, like I, what I got, you said, it's a process, control what you can, let go of what you can, can't, and just embrace it. You know, it's happening for you, not to you. And that is so true. I wish I had known all this stuff back in my early part of my life. I would have saved myself a lot of stress and grief. Well, we got, we got to go to break, everyone. We got more to come with Michelle Moras. Again, this is You're Not Dead Yet. This is so, so important. And we got more to come and how this relates to you to grow personally and in your business. This is important stuff, everyone. We're going through some very uncertain times. Not sure where this, where this roller coaster ride stops because it doesn't look like it's stopping. But you don't have to be part of that ride. You, you can choose to kind of like seek that harmony in this situation so that you have the ability to be, be, to become, to do, and have better results than you've had before. Michelle is going to share some more information, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, we're here with Michelle Ross. We're talking about You're Not Dead Yet. And again, if you're just joining us, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. And of course, here on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. We also can be found on Apple Podcasts, whatever suits you. 
These are the three different areas you can access and listen to this show in its entirety. Uh, Michelle shared some really golden nuggets, critical growth golden nuggets here, uh, all pertaining to resiliency that can be applied to business and personal life. And we are not done yet. We've only just begun. So Michelle, if you were, you know, the people that listen to sustainable success come to us for a wide variety of different reasons. They're looking for ways to grow in their business. They're looking ways to grow their personal success. This could also be applied to their overall well-being, finding that harmony with their well-being, their relationships, their, their business, all of the above. What would you say to someone that right now, like we, you had talked about some steps if somebody were struggling, but if, if, they, if they're like, you know, have a business right now that's been affected by COVID and maybe they've gone through some personal setbacks for whatever reason, what would be something you recommended a few things in the first segment, but what would be something from a business perspective and personally that you would recommend like that they do to kind of find that, not the, that there's balance because there's no such thing as balance, perfect balance, but that harmony where they can find where they can have that give or take that, that, that permission to take a day off what you talked about that you had to recharge your batteries. If you could share some more insight to that, that would be highly valuable for the audience. Well, my brain injury was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because before I lived every day just living, I just was. I didn't take any control of what I did. I didn't have any plans. I just lived. And I was always shocked when or excited if something happened, you know, something good. Oh, it worked. And what I found with the brain injury is I had to track what I did because I didn't remember what I did 30 seconds ago. So I would write down things I did. And what came out of that is I started time blocking. Time blocking is a huge thing. Yes, I have a brain injury. Okay. So it works for me, but it's really, you know, like that, you know, what is that book series? Something for dummies. It's oh yeah. Yeah. Dummies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> living for dummies. So track the things you do in, in the day, track the things that you want to get done in the day. Remember I said I was at three over 380 pounds in my Ted talk. I used to start tracking what I ate. I track everything I eat. And then I tracked, I would calendar when I'm going to work out. So I will block out time when I'm working out during my day and between my podcast, between my TV show in the Philippines. I have a lot of things going on and even writing time. I block time in my schedule so that I, at this hard stop, I have an appointment. I have an appointment at 10. They do, oh, really? With who? I do myself. You know, wow. Those kind of things because life gets so busy that you forget yourself. That's the yes. your picture thing. You must block time for the things that are important in your world. And if you have children, I encourage you, it better be blocked off child time. Because one of my biggest regrets with my brain injury when I was locked in my head was I was so busy achieving that I let my family go. Yeah. And when my brain injury happened, the last thing I said to my kids were, Hurry up, you're late for school. And that ate at me for those two years that I was locked in my head that I couldn't tell them, I love you and I'm sorry that was the last thing I said. And yeah. so it's a big deal to block off time for family, time for yourself, and time for business. And I can assure you that time for business, it doesn't have to be nine hours of your day. If you do it strategically, you can use an hour or two a day, very strategically, so focused that you do it well. So find the time in the day that you are very active. Your brain is working really well. Block that time out for your most important things in your business and then fill it around with your family time. 
I love that. You know, it's some of the things that we do. Uh, I work with some dental clients. They're, they're, they're part of my portfolio. And we, we, there's a thing called schedule to goal, meaning that, that you know, you've, you, book, you book the, the most productive procedures for the doctor at certain times to maximize that time. And then the rest is hygiene and all that. It's no different than in what you just explained in your, your personal life, that we're scheduling to goal. We're scheduling the times where you said your brain is, is at its highest peak to solve problems, create solutions, focus on the, the, the most important tasks and priorities, and letting go of the things that are not as important or designating off hours for those things so you're not occupying those core time business hours for those trivial things. And scheduling time for yourself and your loved ones, so important because without harmony – we're going to burn out. It's going to be, and, and, and there's so many people out there that are burned out because they let life take them on the ride. They're, they're, they're on the roller coaster ride, like I always say, and they let life whip them around. And if you allow it, it will. What would be, you, you mentioned like having a schedule and, and blocking time. I think that's so, so important. What would be like the first things that, you know, somebody can do? Like, would it be something, would it be using some kind of discipline, accountability, what would you recommend you know, people to take that first step to get into that rhythm over time? Honestly, the first step is recognizing what time of day you're the most productive. Section that out first. Highlight in your calendar if you use a paper calendar like I do. <laughs> but highlight that time where you know I don't need coffee during this time period. I mean, so many of us do things like, well, I'm going to have my meetings after lunch. No, after lunch, when you want to be productive is when you're sleepy. That's when you're wanting an extra cup of coffee or a soda or whatever that is that you use to wake yourself up. Don't do your high activities when you're tired. If you are one of those people who wake up at four in the morning and you're on, then do it at four in the morning. Do it at four. Shift your entire day up. With my brain injury, I found out I'm far more productive at 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. than I am at any time of the day. I have finished my entire work day before most people have woken up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm second that because I'm a four o'clock uh, riser and I do my daily routine and then start my day around six and then get those things that don't require me to talk to another human being, get those tasks done. And then I got those hours when I'm coaching or talking to a new potential uh, client. I, I dedicate those hours in strategic times where we can make that happen. So I, so true. So, so yeah. true. That's step one. Step one is find when you are productive. Step two, find the days that you are willing to break in. So like on my Tuesday, Thursdays, Tuesday, Thursdays, are I'm talking to a lot of people days. Those are my client days. Those are my TV show days. You know, that's what I do. I know that day I am on makeup on clothes, you know, clothes looking polished, not dressed just from the waist up, you know, just all up. And <laughs> I, I schedule Tuesdays and Thursdays are my hard work days. Those are the days I'm not going to stop. And then my Wednesdays are my days. Wednesdays, I will hang out with my girlfriends, go out to lunch, you name it. It's my spa day. And so there's things like that that I've put in place because I know I'm very productive that way. And then on weekends, I don't let any work go on to the weekends except for my speaking engagements, right? Yeah, because sometimes they'll, they'll be on a Saturday depending yeah. upon what, what it is. I get it. Yes. Sunday is my travel day. You know, so things like that is know what works best for you. All of us are different. 
And like Chris and I, we are very early risers. You might be the person that does all your paperwork starting at 930 at night. Good on you. I'm asleep. But find what works for you. Looking at Chris and I or looking at your neighbor or your, your, your coworker, it's not going to work for you. Find your prime time and make it work for you and then build from there. And as you do that, you will find that you become faster, more efficient at the things you do need to get done. And that life becomes easier when you realize when you're most efficient. Instead of pushing through on your tired diet, I, I need three cups of coffee and I'll just finish it now. No, you're taking quadruple the amount of time. Shift your day. Well, you said it earlier, just do it. And it's usually because, you know, people do things out of default and it's usually something that, that, you know, it, that's not serving them. So the discipline means, like you said, just do it when it's the last thing in the world to do it. And it just take once you get into a rhythm over time, you begin to get into that rhythm. I know that was something I had to do in order to break those limiting patterns that were holding me back, that were affecting my confidence, my self-esteem, my decision-making. So, so true what you just shared. And talk about a little bit uh, to expand on the discipline side, because so many people just don't, they, when they hear that word discipline, they think, it, oh my God, you know, somebody's going to scold me. They're going to yell at me. No, it, it's, it's something that you're keeping yourself accountable. What are some things you could recommend in that area? People, people that are listening, be listening later today. About discipline? Discipline is not punishment. Discipline is being grateful for yourself. I mean, the more disciplined you are in your activities in your day, the less stressful your body is, the less stress your brain is on. You're talking to a woman who's gone through a traumatic brain injury. I'm missing my frontal lobe over my left ear, the back of my head, and my two hemispheres have disconnected. My brain has completely rewired. I had to relearn from scratch what worked for me. Now, what happens with all that being disciplined is I regained my health back. Because before I would do, I'm too tired. I'm not going to go to the gym. Or I'm not going to go for that walk. I've got these things to do. These people are counting on me. But when I got to that discipline of my health comes first, because without my health, I, my brain doesn't move. Without my brain moving with the rest of my body, I can't give back to the world the, the way I want to. So what's the, the you know, when you back, backlog to what, what needs to happen for you to serve your people as much as you want to? Number one. I need my body to move. For my body to move, I need my brain to be healthy. But to do that, then what do I need to do? Well, I need to eat right. I need to take care of myself. I need to move my body. And it it came back to, I got to take care of myself better. And once I started taking care of myself and making myself the priority in that discipline line, all the rest of the discipline started falling into place like dominoes. It wasn't difficult once I realized this is the way my body was happy. It, it wouldn't ache. It wasn't, I wasn't getting back aches anymore. I'm like, I'm onto something here. Yeah. I need to take care of my health and my mind so I can do everything else I want to do effectively. Yeah. So yeah. discipline is not a punishment. No discipline is punishment. Yes. No question about it. No question. So yeah, it's so true. I mean, when I think about, you know, discipline, it took me, it like it literally took me five months before I could get into the rhythm of meditation. And I had ADHD. So, you know, for me to sit for like five seconds was a daunting task, but I was able, I just did it anyway. Even though I, I, I wasn't in a meditative state, my, I had all these thoughts going back and forth. 
I just said, I'm just going to keep doing it. And I'm doing it, doing it. Eventually I got into that meditative state and it got better and better and better. And as you put as you put 10,000 hours into anything, you get better at it. And then once I got into that rhythm, that's where things really started to change. Like you said, so, so true. Uh, I love it. I love it. What would you recommend? Like even in business, like you, you talked about, you know, people could have routines to take care of themselves. What would be some things like you feel like have worked for you in business? Certain little things that have prepped you to be better. You know, how do you show up when you speak on stage, when you coach a client, if you're, you know, on a, you know, you're, you're part of a, an alliance group and you're, you're, you're solving a problem with a, with a group of people, whatever that may be, what would be something that you feel that works for you that pre- pre- prepares you each and every day for that to happen? The same thing. Same thing. <laughs> it, it starts with self. I mean, and, <laughs> Because if you're not disciplined, you can't bring that into the group. If, you're, if your brain is all over the place, you can't recognize the power that's in that group. So one of my biggest assets after my brain injury and my breast cancer was that I realized that there are people around me who are better at things than I am. Ah. And, and instead of piling it all on and trying to put it in my calendar and make it right, I said, you know, you're really good at this. If you could do this, I could do this for you. And we were, I started trading with other entrepreneurs. Why? Because my brain could not handle the accounting. I lost the ability for numbers. And so I would sit there for hours and strain myself. So when you think about your business, think about how your brain and body and mind all work together and then expand it into the people you work with. Who is better at certain things and what can you exchange for something that you're good at? And then split the difference so you can all be rising tides, you know, go up together, rise the boats together, work together in your best efficiencies, and you all succeed. Wow, I love it. What you just stated, what I heard is like, you know, we're never going to be everything, you know, in our business. We're never going to be great at everything. And there's always going to be something that has to get done place to a weakness. If we focus on that, then it's taken away from the energy that we could be leveraging what we're really good at. So if we have to offset that to, to uh, somebody else, even if, even if they're not an employee, if it's, it means hiring someone, that means we can be spending more time really doing what we do best that's bringing in more business and, again, delegating that task or that, that process that, that is not good, a good use of your time to someone else to do. I love it. I love it. Anything we have about a less than a minute before the, the next break, Anything you would like to summarize and, you know, with, let's say, one or two impact statements that you can share with the with the group here or with the listener? Excuse me. OK, well, uh, uh, I like to say change is an emotional journey. It's not rainbows and butterflies through the field of daisies. Change is hurt. It hurts. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. But what's beautiful about it is the outcome on the other end. So trust the process. Trust that sometimes it pain comes beauty and that. You've got this. It's all up to you. It's a choice. Love it. Well, we got, you're listening to Michelle Morass. Again, we're talking about You're Not Dead Yet. We got more to come. And this is a show that you have to listen to again here on demand later today. There is so many golden nuggets that she has shared. And we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? 
It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Today's show is being brought to you again by Alumni Direct, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni from all around the world together to rekindle old relationships and meet new people that you've never met before. It takes all the noise out of social media to provide you genuine, authentic connections and providing a wealth of different services and affinity programs that you will not find on any other social media platform. You can join for free, but there are also other membership uh, uh, services and and, and, and features that are available. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. If you're just joining us, we're talking about You're Not Dead Yet. Now, don't, when you hear that title, and you you got to listen to the first two segments of the show because it's going to hit you right where it counts in a good way. And Michelle Morass is our, our guest today, and she is just dynamite. And everything that how she turned all of these adversities and things that happened and turned them not happening to her, but for her and how she helps uh, businesses and individuals today, including speakers, mainly speakers, and how they can help propel their lives, their messages, and their businesses forward. Michelle, we, we were talking a little bit about, you know, delegation on the second segment. We were talking about, off, you know, leveraging strengths, offsetting weaknesses as a way to grow our businesses. That requires a circle of influence, a, a network. Talk about the power of network, how it helped you during this difficult period in your personal life, and where it also helped you as you grew it to help propel your speaking career, how you got onto the TEDx stage and how it helped your business to move forward. Wow. Okay. Well, my background that I do remember is I have a master's in quality systems and uh, analytics. So I'm a, I'm a quality person. And so I'm always looking at how to make things more efficient. Well, with my brain injury and everything, I was applying it to businesses, but I had never applied it to myself. And when I came out of all of this mess, I was like, you know what? I need people around me that will keep me from falling because I 
after the TEDx, I started speaking. Well, I wasn't a business. I didn't even, ex- I didn't even expect myself to be a speaker with a brain injury, right? And so here was this momentum going towards a speaking stage. And I realized that part of me was like, I'm really good at listening to other people's speeches, crunching them down and making that message pop. It, it's, a, it's part of my brain injury, I'm assuming, because I'm really good at it. And so I do that and I'm like, you know what? How am I going to, oh my goodness. That's okay. <laughs> how am I going to do this effectively if I can't do numbers anymore? My, my, my background is in engineering. So I was a numbers person. I lost them. I can't even add, okay? So I'm like, I need a numbers person. And then as more things started coming out, I need a sound person. Oh, now I need a video. Now I need someone to build my website. Now, and before the old me would do, okay, I have to do it. Okay, I'm going to learn. Okay, I'm going to learn. There's only so many things I could kind of learn with a 30-second memory, right? Mm. So what I did is I started finding people who were really good. The power in numbers, the power in a community is exponential, Once I started trusting other people with parts of my business that I thought only I can do, no one else can do (laughs) Once I started letting other people do it, the things that took me a week to do, they were doing like 30 minutes or an hour. And I'm like, whoa, why aren't we all doing this? And so I teach a lot about team building and growing teams and finding trust teams that we can build together. So as, uh, as a human, as coming out of my brain injury, I had to trust people around me to make sure... I wasn't, I have Tourette's because of my brain injury. I wasn't doing things that were offending people. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then I had to make sure, you know, that I wasn't falling off stages. And then I had to make sure that I, I knew what I was supposed to talk about when I went on stages. But when I started building that business, it became, how can that other person, I can help their business with, their, with my website, giving them my website, but then propagating the fact that they built my website, you know, and about this person who does this and in my brain and all this, I'm I'm losing track again. I found people to help me. So like with your ADHD, your ADHD, ADHD, yeah, my brain doesn't calm down easily. So I had to find someone who helped me learn how to meditate to calm my brain down because my brain does not turn off. And I found a a mentor in Dr. Paul Sheely of Sheely Learning Systems. You might want to look him up. He has something called paraliminals. And what it does is it talks to you in your sleep state so that when it, it calms my brain down and it basically, it's almost like telling my brain a story and then letting my brain elaborate on that story so it'll calm down. And I can sleep without thinking about business. So that's one of the things, uh, partners I went into. Then another partner I, I found was, you know, someone who could help me with my, with my building of my business. Remember, I said I started the TEDx and I did the TEDx and I started speaking. I didn't realize I was a business until I was in Dublin, Ireland. And they said, what is it like to be an international speaker? And I said, I'm not an international speaker. And they said, yes, you are. You're in Dublin, aren't you? I went, Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess I better build a business plan. You know, so those are the kind of things you've got to do is you've got to find people around you who know what they're doing. Partner with them. Your tribe will, will help you survive. My latest book that just came out, uh, Hold My Crown, Women of Grit Share Stories of Resiliency, is in re- resilience, is I brought all these women that I've met from around the world because we all have different strengths. So we all came together to share our resilience stories, but we all have different strengths in business. So we, we 
trade services and we help each other with our own uh, with each of their businesses and whatever you know lane they're in because we all have a cross of each other my next book is hold my crown for men men of resiliency i'm I'm targeting it to to fathers and resiliency and what men have to go through when it comes to being a good father and what were their expectations and things of that nature because there are many men in my world who have helped me get to where i am and helped me sustain where i am and they all have power stories too so i'm like nerds unite you know i i don't know (laughs) it's all about finding your tribe the people who understand you people who believe in that bigger dream and help you become the best version of you as you help them become the best versions of them you feel it instantly when i met chris a year ago i'm like i really like this man remember that i remember that yeah it's like I like you. I don't know what it is, but I like you and I want you in my world. You feel that when you meet people. Yeah. Follow it. It may not be exactly what they're doing in front of you. It's something else that is clicking. Find out what that click is and what that bond is, and you will be together for life and help each other rise up. I love that what you said. I mean, you know, the, you know, the power of not only networking, but, you know, we can do so much together, you know, when we, you know, when it's more than one person. And in how we impact people and what you put out always comes back to you. And, and it was obvious that when you had it, when there was a time of, of, you know, when you were going through that difficult period with the brain injury and, you know, breast cancer, and you had all these things that somehow these things came back to you, like when, when it was required, like someone was there, a resource was there for, to help you get through the next phase of this situation to where you are. And now you're, you know, now you're in a position where you now, now you're giving and, and it just repeats the cycle of, you know, give, give without expectation, receive without resistance. It comes back uh, regardless of where you, where you gave it to. It doesn't mean we have to, you know, have a tit for tat, like, Oh, I gave you something. So you got to return. No, it comes back from wherever it comes back from. And we receive without hesitation or without resistance. I love what you just shared. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, and like as, as speakers and business people, I mean, we need marketing, we need photography, we need videography. I mean, we need things like that that yeah. showcase our business. Find people like that who are really good. I mean, I just met, um, I have an amazing photographer who takes all of my still shots. If you ever go to uh, my websites or anything, you see these great pictures. She's one of my my keys. And then I've met, you know, I just talked to you about Ken Rashawn. Oh, yeah. Man. He's amazing, you know, from the Umbrella Syndicate. He's been, like, helping me build my brand with more pictures and more action shots. And just there are people, people are always entering your world if you're willing to see them when they enter your world. So be open to the people that are coming into your sphere of influence because no one comes into that world for nothing. Yeah. There's something there. It might be a lesson. but Exactly. And, and, you, and, you, and it's what you just said is like self-awareness. It starts with that self-awareness that, that, you know, each day, like I know when, when I start my day, it's like, who am I going to talk to today? I always make a, a note that no matter how busy my schedule is with clients and, and if I'm speaking somewhere or training a company, whatever it may be, is that who, I'm going to at least talk to one person that I never met before. I always make sure that what, I always schedule one call if I could fit it, I could fit it into that to connect with one person because you just don't know. That could mean that person that you could be on the side of helping them wherever they are, or they could be doing something that could be helping you. And you didn't really 
anticipate that, but you're open and knowing that, you know, you're going to repeat that cycle somewhere else down the road with some other, somebody else. It's, it's so powerful. Well, and Kristen, here's the deal about the whole scheduling time block of 15 minute period where you will randomly call somebody during the week yeah. or the day. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. I love that. It's so, so, so true. You know, so anything else that you would like to elaborate, Michelle, on networking, the power of networking and the impact that it could have just on everything in your your personal life, you know, what success means to you and in your business? I know many people who say, I don't like to network. I don't like to do that. It's too crowded or that room's too small. There's nobody in there that will even buy my business. You're not there to sell to that network. You're there to connect with that network. The biggest, biggest gigs I've ever had have been from like a networking group of only seven people. And it wasn't from that week that I met them. It was like a year later where they said, hey, Michelle, um, I met somebody at another group at some conference and I told them about you. Can I connect you? And they connected me. I made $38,000 in 30 minutes. Okay. (laughs) you, You never know. And it's all about heart-to-heart connection, real connection, not what's in it for me. What are you going to give me? Here's my card. Call me. No, it's, I want to know you as a human. I want you to know me as a human. And let's see how we can connect. That's networking. Networking, really knowing the person. Because, you know, you would have met me before I I was running political campaigns. And you would do, I never need her, right? But it was my knowledge of speaking and writing and things of that nature that no one knew is actually my magic. But if you connected with me back then, I'm like, I'll write for you. I'll help you now because I know you and you know me. You didn't take it from the title that I had at the time you met me. You know me as a human and as a person of the qualities that I carry and the excellence that I give. Help me now. Yes, I will help you now because you took the time to listen to me then. Mm. You never know where you're going to I meet. love that. You know, it, it's true. It's about people. It's about relationships, not transactions. And, you know, everyone's looking for that, that payday or that transaction, like immediately. It, it, it's so true. Like it's something that you connected with someone a year and a half ago, and then all of a sudden they come, they introduce you to someone and it leads into a major deal. And it's like, well, was that worth the time that I spent? Absolutely. If I did, if I had a key performance indicator to measure that from the time I met that person, absolutely. And it's not about what came from it. It was about what, what the bond that we have and the things that now I can maybe help them in the future or introduce them to someone that, that will help them and, and repeat that cycle. I, I, I love what you just shared there. So, Michelle, we're towards the end, getting towards the end of the show, and I could keep going on. You have shared so much valuable insight. I'd like to leave this time for people to get to know about you. Where can they find you, what you're up to, what you'd like to provide them, and how they can reach out and contact you? Well, of course, all social media platforms. I think I'm the only Michelle Moross, and I look like this, okay? (laughs) I have a brain injury. So, brain injury, people make things very simple. Everything you could ever imagine to find on me is on my website. And my website is my name, michellemoross.com. So it's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Mr. As, M-R-A-S. So michellemoross.com. You can find every link, every video, all my online courses. I mean, you name it, it's there. 
But if you're one of those one-on-one people who want to just reach out to me, go to my go to my website. You can, there's a drop down a, a book, Michelle. It's a 15 minute consult. Get on. I talk. I love to talk, and I love to hear you. So reach out to me and see how I can help you either me personally, or connect you to people that I know, because like Chris, my network is huge. And I don't forget, believe it or not, the people who are in my sphere that have helped me that I know can help you. Oh, I love that. We highly encourage everyone that's listening, that will be listening later, you know, share this uh, episode with uh, someone that really you care about. There is a lot of great information. Get to know Michelle, reach out to her. She's very open, connect with her on Facebook, LinkedIn, go to her website, set up a, a, a time to chat with her. There's so much things that she can help. And we encourage speakers that are listening. She is someone you, you got to get to know. We got less than a minute, uh, Michelle. Any final comments in the next 20 seconds that you'd like to share to leave with the uh, listeners? I like to share the Maya Angela quote because I love her so much. My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. Oh, wow. Wow. Please, everybody, get to know Michelle. Reach out to her. If for any reason that you didn't get all the information, reach out. I'll get you the information. Uh, Again, you know, we highly encourage you. She is a great, great person. I've gotten to know her personally and she is worth all the time spent to get to know her. She can help you in so many profound ways. Please reach out to her. We want to thank you listeners each and every week joining us here at the Sustainable Success Way. The show would not be where it is today without you. And we are committed each and every week to bringing guests like Michelle that, that share from the heart, share from their experience, that allow you to draw your own conclusion, what that means to you and how this can move your business, your personal life, your relationships, your well-being all of the above in harmony to the next level. Till then, we wish everyone a great rest of your Thursday. We will see you here next Thursday, November 18th, here at 12 o'clock noon East Coast time, 9 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.